0: what you're trying to do in that position of manipulation and control is you're trying to keep that person with you, right? Because the fear is that you're going to lose them. That's the ultimate fear. You're going to lose them. But what you're actually doing is you're pushing that person away because right now, guess what? They don't feel trusted. They don't feel loved. They don't feel safe they don't feel appreciated, and they also feel like they're walking on eggshells. What is that a recipe for? A failed relationship. My name is Johnny Elsasser and I'm a former Special Operations U.S. Army Ranger and Tactical Commander to the U.S. Ambassador's Protective Detail. I have seen the struggle even the most hardened men have faced when they combat their inner demons, and I am here to shine a light on those struggles, to show that no man is exempt from adversity and internal pain. Men from all walks of life share their stories of hardship, darkness, and perseverance so that every man knows that whatever he is going through, he is not alone. Evolution for men begins now. This is a Soul Fire production. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Art of Masculinity. I'm jamming out today. I've I've been asked this uh, question. You guys are going to laugh. Never did I ever think I was going to do a podcast on fucking Jonah Hill because who gives a shit, right? But here we are um, because he's in the news about some controversial stuff with um, text messaging his. I I believe now ex girlfriend who was a surfer, and it was very interesting. I got brought up this subject up to me, and I I was getting asked like, you know, what are your thoughts on this? Like, what would you say to men in this position? So it kind of started to progress into this conversation of men that are kind of in that position of controlling. Now, I don't know the whole story. I don't know everything about the conversations those two had with each other. If there were ground rules laid for their relationship, if she violated those ground rules, and it was a constant conversation about that, like when you're willingly in a relationship with somebody and you guys develop those ground rules with one another, then there is expectations for you to meet them. And you said, yes, you consented to that relationship. Now, I can't say any of that. I'm just going at face value of what I've seen in the media and what all you guys have probably seen as well. And it does bring up some great conversational questions about men and then how we speak to women in relationships. And on top of that, there are men that are very controlling. There are men that place restrictions on their partner's life and how they live and um, how they interact with people. And majority of the time, it's, it's born out of insecurity. It's born out of their unworthiness. So this becomes the topic of conversation. I wanted to open this up on the podcast because there are men that do this and it's not attractive, guys, one. And number two, it's doing the exact opposite of what you believe it's doing. So I want to dive into this a little bit. So we'll start with some of the the context of the conversation and what he was doing was making her pull some pictures off the internet and uh, off of Instagram in particular and criticizing her for her, you know, wearing a bathing suit and talking with guys when she's out surfing. And stuff like that. And he was alluding to this. Now, he did allude to, you know, he, they set some expectations. And if she wasn't willing to meet them, then that wasn't really uh, the best partner for her, um, him being that wasn't. But we're going to go into kind of the controlling side of this, where obviously you can tell he was very insecure in his position as a man in the relationship, which was why he's projecting all of this restriction and control over her life. Because There's, you know, everybody knows Jonah Hill. He was, you know, fat when he was doing a lot of movies. He's still kind of fat, but he's slimmed down a bit. And, you know, that is still probably sitting in his psyche of insecurity that he's fat and that other men are better looking and especially surfers who are running around with six packs and shredded muscles, right? So he's got this level of insecurity where if he doesn't restrict her this is his what i believe he's going through if he doesn't restrict her and control her she's immediately going to leave him for somebody better looking somebody with a better body somebody who's in a common lifestyle as she is right so he goes on to criticize like her hanging out or restrict her hanging out with people who she used to party with and this is even females and all of that stuff guys so I know there's probably a lot of guys out there like, oh, shit, man, Like I've actually criticized my girlfriend or my wife about that party stuff or give backhanded, passive-aggressive comments to them. And then you also judge them and all those other things. Guys, if you are doing this stuff, you are controlling this person, which is a form of manipulation. Obviously, you're manipulating them. And then, yes, they play a role in willingly staying with you. But you should be the bigger man and say, holy shit, I need to look at myself first. And the first thing we need to ask is, why are we controlling this person? The first thing we need to ask is, why are we restricting this person's life? What is it in us that challenges our comfort, our belief in who we are, our confidence? What is it that challenges that within us? Because that's where we first have to look. Before you send the fucking text message off, or before you make the phone call, or before you make the dumbass, Passive aggressive comment, ask yourself what in you is is being, or what wound in you is being reopened? What insecurity in you is coming up and dive into the question of where this came from, because it obviously stemmed from somewhere else. Now, if I use Jonah Hill's example, I can probably tell you a lot of his insecurity was that he was a fat fuck early on in his life and he still holds that with him. And that plays a role. In his relationship with women because he feels unworthy, because he doesn't feel like he's good looking or he's the quintessential man that that women look to. Now, I could be off base, but I'm gonna probably have a shot in the dark here to say I was pretty accurate in that conversation. Now, ultimately, when you have that insecurity or an insecurity like that that comes up and you're speaking to your partner this way, or you're trying to restrict their life, what you're actually doing is telling them that you don't feel good enough. And you're also telling them that you don't trust them because of your own insecurity. right? And so there's nothing there to do with... And again, I don't know that relationship. If she's done something on the side that's in question, whatever. But what I'm telling you guys is looking at face value. He is questioning and doesn't have trust in her. Now, if that happens what you're trying to do in that position of manipulation and control is you're trying to keep that person with you, right? Because the fear is that you're going to lose them. That's the ultimate fear. You're going to lose them. But what you're actually doing is you're pushing that person away because right now, guess what? They don't feel trusted. They don't feel loved. They don't feel safe. They don't feel appreciated. And they also feel like they're walking on eggshells. What is that a recipe for? A failed relationship. If you're doing this to your partner right now and be objective about it, if you're doing it, fuck, bro, stop and then evaluate yourself. Like there is time to correct your behavior. If you feel like you're even an inkling of being restrictive and controlling, then you should probably start questioning yourself and start questioning where it's coming from. I can say all of this because I was that guy at a point in my time. If you go back to my first real relationship coming I was a you know senior junior and senior in high school went into the military I had this whole mentality of where when you get into partnership that person becomes property of you right so like that's my woman right and most of you men you can understand this because it's a precondition that we're all handed that we are number one the the protector of that but in that protector becomes property right there's a There's a double edged sword to this, and down that one side becomes possessiveness, becomes control. And so I would get angry with her if she was like talking with dudes, or I would, you know, lash out at her if someone was like touching her or flirting with her, you know, touching her arm or something like that. Like I would have those things. Or if she was hanging out with guys, um, even though it was an intermingling of all friends and she had guy friends, of course, like it's okay, people, you can have fucking opposite sex friends. So, I would get, you know, question her or I would get angry with her and we would get into conversations about that. That was all because I didn't feel unworthy. I was a little skinny kid in high school. I couldn't get the girls. She was my first real girlfriend in all of high school. And I just was not a kid that was confident in who I was and what I brought to the game. And so a lot of my life, when I you know we broke up and I started to learn who I was, I was in Ranger battalion, I started to gain confidence in being a leader and being a man, then I started to question my own skills in a relationship, and why was I not confident there? Was I not confident in what I brought to the game? And one of the most attractive things that women will tell you this. I mean, a woman a woman, if you're out there and you don't believe I'm telling the truth, go ahead, shoot me a message and let me know. But majority of women will tell you this that it is attractive when you are confident in yourself and you do not sit there and control somebody or manipulate them and you allow them to be an individual. Because in that, it allows them to see you as also being an individual. And guess what, where you guys started when you first got together? Individuals. They're going to be very attracted to come back to you because that is attractive to them, that they are loved and they are respected and valued but they're not controlled and overwhelmingly oppressed or suffocated by your misconceptions of how to have a relationship. So this lends a lot of credibility to the fact that like I know I've dealt with this in my life. I know a lot of men probably deal with this or have dealt with this in their lives. And it doesn't mean you're a full-blown psychopath like yeah, it doesn't mean that kind of stuff. I'm just saying that there's there are paths where you touch in this realm as I did. And you need to really take a look at yourself first. And so when you question why this insecurity is coming up and what it stems from, you can start to uncover that it's not about them and it's really about you. And then you can start to clear those blocks or clear that trauma or clear that insecurity by you know numerous different techniques. But you can clear that, resolve it and move forward and then no longer treat that person that way you have to assess that and understand that you have things in your past that have caused wounds. You have things in your past that have caused issues that you just did not understand then, but you have the capability to deal with it now. Hey everyone, want to take a quick second here and let you know about my new book, Design the Man Within. It is all about getting the everyday man, the tools he needs to start becoming a better version of himself, but also becoming a man who loves himself and impacts the people around him positively. Go ahead to designthemanwithin.com and get your copy today. I am very proud of this book and it was the book I needed years ago when I started my journey. And so I hope that it can be that door opening book for every man out there to start his own personal journey with tools and tips that I've used to help grow through some of the darkest times in my life to become somebody who looks at the man in the mirror and loves who he sees. So make sure you head over to designthemanwithin.com and get your copy today. The other thing is, and I've been on the other end of this, by the way, too. I've been the one that was suffocated in a relationship where it was like, you did nothing wrong. You uh, wanted them to go out with you. They didn't. You went out with your friends and then they blew up your fucking phone with 28 text messages and mean phone calls, right? Like I've been on the other side of this, too. It's not pretty. It's not fun. It's not attractive. And uh, it definitely will push you away. Now, that's the other thing. You're doing the exact opposite of what you want, want to do. Your fear is of losing them. That's the ultimate fear of being abandoned. And that p- might be part of your trauma, which is why you're trying to hold them so close. But ultimately, you're in fear of losing them. Now, maybe they're the best thing you've ever had. Maybe they're the prettiest person you've ever been with. Maybe they're the smartest person. Maybe they just connect to you so well, whatever it is. You're highly, highly invested in keeping them with you. And what happens is when you over exaggerate that investment in keeping them with you, they tend to get what guys say it with me pushed away. Now, if they're getting pushed away because of your suffocation, guess what you're not going to do? You aren't going to end up with this person and your worst fears, high likelihood, your worst fears of them cheating on you are going to happen because guess what? At some point, They will be out with friends. Someone will be attractive to them. And they're going to say, fuck it. This dude's a dick. He's constantly pressuring me. I don't feel good about myself. This person's making me feel good about myself. I'm out. And so that's going to happen. Your worst fear. What you're doing is you're creating the worst scenario. You're actually creating the thing that you are scared of the most. So for all you guys out there, if you're Leading into these controlling spaces, and you're doing the things of that I'm referring to—the passive aggressive comments in the house, the text, the million text messages, the angry phone calls, the controlling vocabulary of "you should take that down." Why are you showing your ass off? All this—who gives a fuck, guys? If you are so possessive that that is your goal, probably shouldn't be with a beautiful person. You should probably go be with some ugly fucking ogre. And then have that as your fucking partner. Because if you can't handle being with somebody who wants to feel beautiful and, and express their beauty in their own way, then you are with the wrong person. You shouldn't be with that person because there's it's not fair to them to restrict how they interact with this world. If they feel comfortable with it and that is how they express themselves, that is not your place to judge nor is that your place to interject. And you signed up if you were with somebody who was in a lifestyle, in particular in a lifestyle, where that was part of what they did and they're highly attractive, you signed up for that. You should shut the fuck up and start to deal with your own shit before you start attacking that person. And then the last thing I'm gonna say is if you feel like you've gone internal and you addressed it, Okay. And you're like, man, I really just, I still don't feel comfortable with that. I still don't feel comfortable with them, um, you know, showing themselves in thong bikinis on Instagram. Okay. And say, this isn't her job. You still don't feel comfortable with this, have an open conversation and let them know how you feel and work through it that way. And if it comes out that it still is going to be part of your life, then in her life and your relationship, then you have to come to terms with the fact that either You are so uncomfortable. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a relationship with it that you are in, or come to terms with the fact on how you can get past that to still support her and then support that relationship and be a healthy, masculine balance to that relationship. That's on you to make that decision. You're a fucking adult. You shouldn't act like a child and possess people and you shouldn't control them. So have the open conversation. Hey, this is how I feel. When I see those pictures, I want to get your take on this. Like, what's going through your mind when you put these out? Does it make you feel beautiful? Is it something that you really enjoy doing? Whatever. Have the open conversation and clear communication with your partner so that you guys can come to some form of agreement or some form of concession or some form of separation if it's not right. But in that, you are at least being healthy fucking adults. That's what I can say about this. There's a little more that I could add to this whole scenario. But in all reality, that's the overarching ideas I have behind this. And like I said, like, never thought I'd be talking about this motherfucker on my podcast because in all reality, who gives two shits? But here we are because he's lending some credibility to a narrative that has been put on men before and now is showing itself via text message to society. So here we go. Let's address that. And then give you guys some tools if you're leading that way, or if you, if you see yourself in some of this, give you guys some tools to get out of that behavior. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, remember that the world deserves a better caliber of man, and it's our obligation to give it to him. All right, guys.